Hey everybody, my name is uh, Christopher Baxley and this is the Not a Silly Boy podcast. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, uh, this is episode, chapter one, if you listen to the prologue, I'm sorry. Uh, it was, I just stumbled upon the internet, um, something called Anchor, that makes it very easy to make a podcast and to distribute it to different places for the instance of Spotify. Sipping on some sake that I got from the local Korean place and oi, it is good my fucking yeah. Super good. Um, it's allowing me to just sit here and riff and talk to a microphone instead of talking to myself when I'm taking a shit. But um... Yeah, we're here to talk about, could talk, I'm going to talk about, I think, um, just how I'm feeling and the things that are going on in my world and um, things that are going on in everyone's world. And I guess we'll get into it. I think probably I can start off with, um, on a good note, um, I'm working on my personal music, which is um, really interesting, um, you know, being in a band for the past two years and is you know the love of my life I it's so much fun it's really changed me as a person and like as a musician it's brilliant um and I happily lost track of just doing my own thing and I was I didn't mind I didn't care but uh after the quarantine began and um I was still in Boston for a few months when we were recording our first record, um, which was super, so proud of what the work we did and what we accomplished in such a manic, crazy time. Um, but I went home. I moved back in with my, my father and um, my stepmother and and my two step-siblings. And, um, you know, it. I was... It was pretty crazy, just the anxiety I feel every day from just the way the world is, and almost being in shock every morning after remembering the craziness of everything. And, you know, as I was alone, I just naturally started going into logic and recording and doing my own thing again, and it really reignited a love for uh, my personal endeavor as a musician that I forgot about, and it's created me. <laughs> it's it's inspired me to continue doing it. I inspired myself, <laughs> you know. Um, now I I I, uh, I feel inspired by other artists and what they're able to do especially people like my friend uh eric you know makes his own music by himself and record you know records it all writes it all and it's awesome and i love it and i really you know and that's not too different from like mac demarco who is you know also like that he does everything himself and it's just like a personal thing it's so per you know it's all you and I really love that. 
and um, you know say what you want about John Lennon you know he's had his ugly moments in his life and uh, I think but there's also a lot of beauty in him uh, while he in the especially in the 70s when he was um, um, you know doing all the peace stuff and, and recording those albums he was very driven to just be himself and didn't care what other people thought and just did him and um that's and like the fact that he dabbled in other art forms like like movies like he's made he made short films which is really cool to me you know i you know as someone who used to be in you know is still into comedy and like uh still thinks about doing stand-up at some point when it's possible again and um I, you know, I want to be a photographer. I want to. I'm gonna make movies. I want to do funny stuff, and I want to do serious art stuff. You know, I want to be an artist. I, I don't just want to be a musician. And um, that's how I'm feeling right now. Um, and I really um, am having a pretty good time with that. Otherwise. The world is fucking insane. Totally nuts in the membrane. Um, dude, all of these militia morons, man. They're all fucking lining up saying... Okay, so here's my thing about that. Is that I have these two different competing feelings about it. Where I think they're nothing but a bunch of bitches who are like, we want war. But they, like... I mean, I guess some... You know, there are people in that that have been in the military, but... It's not all of them. And, like, in the military, like, dude, like... If, and it's funny to me because they were... When they were in the military, they were on the tough, strong side. They were in the U.S. military. You know, the most powerful military in the world. Um, arguably the most invasive, you know. What's gonna happen when you're on the other edge of that sword, buddy? What's gonna happen when, when, when they gotta take action against you? And so that makes, you know, I feel unsafe, but also that's such a small portion of the population that feels like this. Like, there's no way most people want a war. Most people do not. Most people are good people, you know? And you can tell that through popular vote. I mean, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote in 2016, which tells me there's more of us than there are of them. And that them are, you know, these these cult members of the Trump bullshit brigade um, who cannot be bought, cannot be swayed otherwise um, from their ridiculousness. And um, it's almost impressive. It's almost... Cr it, <laughs> I, I almost admire how much they believe in it and no matter what facts you give to them they don't take facts they take they, they're reactionary people you know they don't have facts they just have they get fed bullshit that they think is fact because everywhere that there is fact is against what they think so the only thing that they have is to go where they're accepted the, the where they're accepted where they're gonna feel love is these shitty <laughs> 4chan chats that have gone from 4chan all the way to fucking Twitter, um, which is QAnon, 
you know, all that sort of thing is like completely ridiculous and um, toxic to the um, American society. It's a really horrible uh, development. And I think that when we look back at this time in history, historians are going to look at the invention of Facebook and they're going to look at uh, social media and all these chat websites and see that they are a huge reason for people uh, believing in these crazy, not even conspiracy, like conspiracy theory, it seems like, like there's no ground for them. And there isn't. They have gained ground because of their popularity. And, like, you know, it's these people, like, I've seen interviews of, of people who are like, I don't believe everything on there, but I believe some of it. Like, yeah, wow, that's all it takes. You just have to think some of it's real. You don't have to believe in the whole scope of things, you know. It's like being a fan of a band. It's like, oh, I listen to them sometimes. But instead, it's something about Hillary Clinton eating babies and fucking drinking their blood and raping children or whatever. And how, oh man, speaking of, let's talk about that. Fucking the pot calling the kettle black, you know? Right? Is that how they say it? Or is it the kettle is a different color? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it is. Um, I just ran out of my, my sake. And then I have this beautiful bottle of, of, uh, mezcal. Cheers, America. Go fuck yourself. Ah, fucking. But yeah, man, it's a totally crazy situation that we're having to go through. And you know, I like listening to books before I go to bed. And you know, I I, I read. Oh man, let's go into a tangent real quick, and I'll get back to this. Jurassic Park. <laughs> the book Jurassic Park is one of the best books ever it is so good forget about the movies man it's not the movies are great i love them you know one of my favorite movies since i was a boy or am i a boy i don't know they told me i was a boy when i came out and i've kind of rolled with it until recently where i've like thought about like when did i know i was a boy never i don't know i don't know what i am i think i'm a for me i feel i do feel like a man but Sometimes I just don't feel like anything, which I think is uh, he, they, which is, I think, what I am. Um, but I think the he is just from the um, cyclical entanglement with the idea of the fact that I'm a guy. And I've been told that since I was a child. So um, who knows if I actually will end up feeling like a man when I'm a kid, when I'm gonna die who knows on my deathbed i might just feel like absolutely nothing who knows but um jurassic park is so interesting because it tackles with a lot of ideas you know it's 1990 this book was written in 1990 probably started thinking about it before 1990 talking about how we affect the world around us which i.e global warming climate change they talk about climate change, and they said in the in the book, it's just like, there's evidence for it, but that's not really like what they're talking about, you know? But what they are talking about is how humans have a huge impact on things, and 
I really love some of the. If you go and read Jurassic Park, you'll understand it goes. Uh, Ian Malcolm is a character who is a, a mathematician, a chaotician, uh, chaos, which is dealing with nonlinear equations and complex systems, and how you can solve these complex systems with these nonlinear equations. And um, I don't know much more about it that. There's so many, there's nothing, you're not in control. No one's ever in control of anything. There's so many variables that are unseen by humans that mean you cannot, like predicting the weather, the fact that we're like saying it's going to rain tomorrow, it could so easily not rain, you know? It's just a guess, you know? It's not fucking science, it's not solid. Who knows what's going to happen, you know? And um, that's the whole thing. This is theory about the island. You can't control anything. So why do you think you can control these animals that have been dead for 65 million years? And all the variables that play into how did they reincarnate these creatures and what um, they really are capable of being. <clears throat> you know, they use lizard DNA and they, they, give, they give them in this, they put them in this environment that they don't understand. There's just so many variables. And... What it does is it paints human beings in such a strange way. Like, I, it's in the second book, I believe. It might be in the first one. I read both, uh, The Lost World, which is, for me, uh, philosophically, I think a much more interesting book. I, 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 I like the second one a lot. Um, the characters are really cool. Um, and I like the characters a lot. Um, the idea that human beings don't fight over territory like animals, like other animals. We fight over belief. Belief is our territory. And when you're in a society that's spread out and overpopulated, it's not going to be a successful society. Societies are successful when they're lower population and isolated. That's the deal. That's what I think is true. I, I you know... There are people who probably could argue that. I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's just from what I read in this book, and I'm, that's, I'm just pondering on the idea of what I read. I'm not going to make any rash decisions about the answer of what I'm thinking. You know, um, that sort of thing. But yeah, that book is great. Now I don't even fucking remember what I was going to talk about before that. Something about militias. But fuck them. Fuck those people. Don't let them scare you. That's what I'll say. That's the last thing. That's what they want. They're terrorists. It's not a militia, bro. It's a terrorist organization. Terrorism. And when I say terrorist to any white person, I know for a fact that what pops up in your head is an Arab person. Someone who's Muslim, someone from the Middle East. I, if any white person tells me otherwise, they would think, like, no, I didn't think that when you said terrorist. Bullshit. White people are hardwired to think like this, and it's not, it's not, it's not your personal fault. It's just the society we have. You know, I'm racist. I every white person is. No white person isn't. It's impossible to not be. If you're white. and uh, But the difference is no one's blaming you. What they do want is for you to do better and to move forward and try and help. 
And, like, if they're asking for help, I don't understand why people are against it. Like, what? They just don't trust other people. And I think it's because white people don't have a sense of community. Like, black people do. And, like, other, literally any other culture. White people don't have culture. You know, we have so little culture that we spent hundreds of years stealing it and putting it in museums from other places, you know. It's a whole, it's crazy shit, man. Like AOC said, man, let this shit radicalize you. I feel radical, brother. Fucking uh, smacking the slip. <coughs> Baby. I don't have any sound effects. I will definitely work on making sound effects. Um, But yeah, I'm here. I'm on this podcast. And yeah, I've been working on this song. Uh... Let you preview it, buddy. Let you hear it. It's not completely done. And I might sing part of it wrong, but here we go. Uh, it's kind of about all this stuff. Yeah, my little brother is fucking playing video games and making sex sounds upstairs. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Alright. stand on passed off as pissed off Americans all they are is terrorists backed by special delegates they love to tell you lies from one holy nation lies from one holy nation On division, we're breaking, break down. Everybody's breaking out. Shit seems to be going down south. a little bit. The bridge, I'll figure it out eventually.
And I think I might put words there, but I don't know. Uh, that's just like the basic idea. But yeah, it's that's a song that I'm the most excited about right now. Um, I have other stuff I'm working on that I really like, and um, I'm happy to be making it. And you know, I make music, and it's really hard to look at other people's success and sometimes to feel like you know they're doing what I want to do and I feel happy that they're able to do what they do but at the same time I, I'm just like shit I can't hear my train coming right now you know sometimes I do sometimes I hear it loud and clear um and sometimes the wind gets a little bit too loud and uh I can't hear the train anymore, but, you know, that's just hope, that's just hope, it comes and goes, you know, and you can get better at, at keeping it for longer, I think that's, if you're gonna take anything away from my ramblings and strangeness, um, and my clipping audio, <laughs> I would say, uh, hope is a, hope is something you can cultivate. It's a human thing. So if humans created it, you can have it. And, um, you know, I got this painting in front of me that was painted by a very talented painter, a family friend, Andreas Garcia Pena. Very talented man living in New York City. Um, it's beautiful. The background is these amazing hues of reds, and, and it's these colorful blue and green skeletons hugging each other. And um, it says, it's a quote, and it's a quote, I believe, from his brother. His brother's a poet. I do not know his brother's name, but it says, Truths are lies. Lies are truths. Truth is someone else's lie. Nations lie. Religions lie. Corporations lie. Institutions lie. I want to lie in your arms and sleep until I die. Now that's beautiful. The way I feel about that is that there's so much bullshit going on in the world that all you have is the people you love. And the people who love you. And let me tell you, man, it is hard loving people it's hard it's a lot of work especially your family you know myself um i have a very loving family um but you know i don't go without having issues with some of my family members hopefully um you i will be able to move forward and uh rectify situations but We'll see, you know, life is a big long game where, you know, it's like a free world video game, man. You're going to finish that game. It's going to take a bit, but like, you might not do everything. But if you spend your time just trying to do every single thing in the world, um, you're done. How tired are you going to be? You're not going to have fun. You know, you got to let go a little bit. So... I see this painting as, as something that illuminates a lot of things for me. And I'd say the whole thing about love, especially 
you know, it's hard for me to talk about romantic love because I think I've been in love. It's hard to even tell. I think one time, one time with a sweet woman from Costa Rica. And it's hard to tell if that was love or just spring of the moment. It took a week, a week. And we exchanged mutually those words together. And is that real? Is that possible? Is it possible for that to happen to you? Or is it just hormones and emotions and craziness? But I'd say that's... But there's definitely times when I've missed out on people because I just didn't realize how good they were. And that's fine. You know, I have I don't, I don't know how to I don't know how to meet people. I don't know how to I mean, I do know how to meet people. I just don't know how to meet them. Their their personalities, the reality of them. I I go too quick. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I um I I jump into it too quick. And you know what? When people do that to me, I shy away. It's bad. It's bad. I know. I know. I know what you're saying, Grace. Why you do this? Why you have to say? Well, I do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I do. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. Anyone who tells you they know who you are before they're on their deathbed is fucking telling you a fib, brother. Nothing real. And you know, to truly know oneself might be a bit much. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know. <sighs> It's uh, an interesting time. Interesting time. Very, I don't know if I should be funny or somber. I've been somber this whole time, kind of. But if you ever just obsess over, you hit someone up on that that DM, and you're like, I'm not being. I'm not trying to do anything weird. I'm not a weird guy. I just, you know, want to get to know someone. And then they, uh, one of those people that take a real long time to respond, and you're just like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do? Oh, man. Jeez, oh, I'm looking through Instagram right now, and it's, uh, it's fucking picture of he voted this week. Did you? And then this fucking fat ugly dude with a Nazi tattoo posing with a Trump cutout. Oof. God, man. He's so ugly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Life is crazy. Changes. I think, um, you know, uh, I think, I think, all in all, it's another break in the wall, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know how to be funny today. I don't feel very funny. I got nothing to schmack about. Got nothing to laugh about, really. I'm just tired and 
and sad. There's things to be happy about, but like I don't feel funny right now. I want to be funny. Funny's my thing. If for the people who know me, I'm always trying to make the people laugh. Even though it doesn't work most of the time. <laughs> but um, I got this book called, by Jerry Seinfeld called Is This Anything? And it's literally just every joke he's ever done. Written out, word for word, just a joke. It's not a story. It's just jokes. And um, it's really cool. It's just like having a direct line into how he did it. You know, as a artist, like, I don't just take inspiration from one place. You know, comedians, photographers, like, anyone, anyone. Anyone who seems to be passionate and genuine, I really, I will really like. I usually really like that shit. But I get a good radar for people, and so in this world, in this time, really few and far in between. And uh, I might be talking about, I might be talking about you. <laughs> who knows? All right. Well, this is. Chris Baxley. Chris Baxley signing off of the Not a Silly Boy, a podcast. And, uh, yeah, stay safe, live long, and prosper, all that shit. God damn it, stop yelling on your video games. Damn kids. Alright. Love you all. Bye-bye.